0: Wow, what a week it has been, and man, am I glad it's over. <laughs> um, We finally have a new president, a president-elect, who is an adult, and um, we made history with the first female VP, which is awesome, and um, I'm just feeling pretty good about the future of our country that, you know, we're actually going to have adults leading us into the future and, um, we're not going to lose our healthcare and what else? Our democracy, um, will stay intact. Hopefully it stays intact in the next three months, but we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, so I wanted to pop on here just to say hello and, um, Just tell everybody that um, I'm celebrating with you and sleeping a lot better. I used to joke and say that I would sleep a lot better when we got a new president. Uh, And that's actually true. I've been sleeping a lot better and feeling a lot better the past few days than I have in a long time. And it just goes to show you that sometimes there's uh, different things looming in the background Sometimes we tolerate things or normalize things that are not normal and they become normal and they erode away at you to chip away at your mental and emotional health. And, uh, those of us with, um, chronic illnesses need to keep an, an eye out for stressors in our li- lives that, you know, erode away and minimize stress erode away at our mental and physical health. So, uh, just made me think, you know, what's the best way to kind of unveil things that are in your life that might be causing you stress, like a relationship or a job situation, things that, that you've normalized or that I've normalized. So one of the best ways I've always found was doing like a journal, journaling, where like Alcoholics Anonymous has um, the moral inventory and um that was always helpful for me to make a list of things so that was just one thing that i was uh mulling over and uh, i know this is a podcast where i'm just kind of yapping behind a microphone here but you can actually send messages to me so send me different tips ideas um that how you deal with stress how you may find um different stressors in your life that you didn't know where they are maybe, or you did know where they are and you're finding ways to cope with them. And yeah, so this is, I guess, technically the first episode of the podcast. Um, uh, the last one was an intro, but we're not really formal here. So whatever for a second. And, um, I just wanted to tell you like briefly just about my story. I'm, uh, my name is Steven Fratello. Um, Thirty-eight years old, and I was diagnosed with uh, mast cell activation syndrome about five years ago. And I had it before that, but you know, went to a lot of different doctors, and they really couldn't tell what was wrong with me. And I went through tons of tests, doctor after doctor, trying to figure out what was. Uh, going on and I know uh, you people on the chronic illness community can relate what a harrowing experience it is to go to doctors and uh, they just do blood tests and look at you like well you know you're fine you know and for me um, prior to being diagnosed with mast cell activation syndrome I also was diagnosed to struggle my whole life with depression and anxiety so naturally when the doctor sees that a patient um, has depression and anxiety, they blame everything on that. <laughs> so you can go in there with like missing fingers and they'd be like, Oh, well, it's just your anxiety. Don't worry about it. And, um, it's very frustrating and, uh, demoralizing after a while. Uh, so, <clears throat> but finally I did get my diagnosis and I did find out what was happening with me and It can be quite a debilitating disease disorder for a lot of people. Some people get it um, mildly to moderately, and some people get severe, severe cases of it. I'm probably somewhere in the middle. Um, Some people are homebound and have to be hospitalized repeatedly. Um, Other people are uh, going to spontaneous remissions and can live pretty normal lives so that's uh that's pretty much the gist of mast cell activation syndrome and it's been a challenge for me to learn to live with it and cope with it and uh, the basic treatments for it are antihistamines mast cell stabilizers h1 h2 blockers um there's natural therapies people use different herbs and stuff to stabilize the mast cells Avoidance of triggers, obviously perfumes, and but it's hard to avoid triggers because you know you you're living in the real world, and you know you can't avoid the weather, you can't avoid uh, people in the grocery store who wear too much perfume or. Um, if you go into a grocery store and it's really hot in there and they actually have the vents pumping and there's a lot of dust that's pumping through the vents that for a normal person, you wouldn't even notice it, but I can notice my throat closing and, or getting scratchy and dry as soon as I walk into a establishment, whether it's a restaurant or a, um, supermarket. And, uh, I know to either remove myself from there or, you know, everybody has their own ways of combating what's going to happen to them. So it's challenging. It's challenging to manage and to deal with, but it's, um, it's helpful to know that there are some promising treatments on the market and, you know, the near future and, um, And also to have a community of people that, you know, you know, you're not alone, which is why I started this podcast, to let people with chronic illnesses know that they're not alone. I know at this particular moment, like why now start a podcast, because COVID is a big thing right now, and it's scary for people like us who can't afford to get sick because it could have detrimental effects. And, you know, we're kind of isolating ourselves more than maybe other people would in hopes of, um, you know, protecting ourselves. Uh, But, you know, I've tried to walk a balance of... You know, being very careful, wearing a mask at all times, washing my hands, carrying hand sanitizer with me and trying to at least, you know, resume some sort of normalcy in my daily routine. But it's hard. And so I know a lot of you are sitting out there and you're stuck in your house and, you know, you feel like you're the only one in the world who may be suffering from depression, anxiety, anxiety fibromyalgia, multiple sclerosis, mast cell activation syndrome, um, uh, lupus, you know, to name just a few of these debilitating chronic illnesses. So just wanted to let you know that I love you and feel you and you're not alone. Uh, I'll keep saying that, uh, just cause I think people really need to know that, that they're not the only one going through it. And we can hopefully figure out ways again. There's like a message button here on uh, this podcast app that I have. It's you can send messages to me. So if you want to talk about how you manage your chronic illness, please do that. You can also visit com. Uh, Stephen Steven with the PH Fratello as in brother in Italian, F R A T E L <laughs> L O. And, um, go to my website and you can submit, you know, comments or questions or whatever there. Cause I want to hear from, I just don't want to sit here and talk to, uh, the air I want to hear from people and, um, build some sort of community. Uh, so yeah, that's it really. Um, I was going to really pop on, hop on here next week, probably to talk about the holidays that are coming up and how difficult it is for a lot of us to deal with, um, chronic illness around the holidays. Some of us have to deal with maybe family dysfunction. Some of us just have normal families. Although if you are a person with a normal family, I would definitely like to hear from you because I've never heard of that. Um, and uh but but even if you have a normal family you may not be able to eat certain foods because of food allergies or because of mass cell activation or any other um health challenge you have so it can be difficult to to gather and it's it's going to look different again this year because of covid we can't meet in person so that could be a blessing for some people like i said if you have dysfunctional family um that you don't want to meet with (laughs) you kind of in a way not to glorify covid by any means but you um, lucked out because you don't have to be with your family you have a valid excuse but for other people who want to be with their family and they feel isolated and alone it's uh it's not the same to sit on the zoom call you know, the Thanksgiving dinner. So, um, again, the need for community and connection is important. So maybe we can uh, discuss some topics, you know, different coping mechanisms for the holidays to get us through because I know it's a very challenging time for a lot of people. Um, It can be very depressing. It could be a time of grief and loneliness not to be a Debbie Downer, but, um, you know, people are missing, missing loved ones and missing people during that time. So, so let's end on a positive note. Uh, again, we have a lot to look forward to. I feel like, I feel like 2021 is going to be better. Pray to, pray to God, uh, than 2020 was. I feel like we are going to have um, a more opportunity to, uh, you know, for the government is going to have more opportunity to invite science into this whole process of getting this pandemic under control. And, um, I have faith that President Biden, President-elect Biden, will reform health care. So hopefully some of the costs of health care that people with chronic illness and stuff deal with will go down. And um, so let's try to focus on the positive. I know it's hard, um, but things can be looking up, it seems. So that's it for now. So until we meet again, stay healthy. Stay safe and um, let me know. Drop me a line. Let me know what you think. Even if you have negative feedback, you want to send something negative, I'm cool with that. I take all types of feedback. love constructive criticism. Just don't be an asshole. That's the only thing I ask. Uh, All right. So take care and be well. Bye-bye.